0: This episode is brought to you by Mightier. Mightier is a biofeedback-based video game platform that teaches kids to emotionally self-regulate. This leads to a significant reduction in meltdowns and parental stress. It's backed by science out of Harvard Medical and Boston Children's and has helped over a 100,000 kids. For more information, visit theautismdad.com forward slash mightier. That's theautismdad.com forward slash M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R. And use the code theautismdad22 to save 10%. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast. I'm Rob Gorski. As a single dad to three amazing autistic kids, I've been the go-to resource for parents across the globe navigating neurodivergence since 2010. Building on the success of my award-winning blog, The Autism Dad, this podcast provides parents raising autistic or neurodivergent kids with comfort, community, resources, and validation. You'll also hear inspiring stories from parents just like you, reminding you that you're not alone. So don't miss out. New episodes drop every Monday and Wednesday. Subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app and visit TheAutismDad.com for more information. On this week's episode of The Autism Dad Podcast, I sat down with my youngest son, Emmett, and we had, we had such a good time recording this. Uh, but we had like a fun little question and answer back and forth to kind of help you guys get to know us and just kind of, you know, get things started and have some fun. And then we kind of dive into what sensory processing disorder is like for him and, and what he experiences when he struggles with things like bright lights and loud noise, and textures and smells, and certain tastes and colors and things like that. And it's important because this is something that can be very difficult to understand if you're not experiencing it firsthand. And Emmett has a way of articulating these things uh, that is it's very digestible, and it really can help you to be more empathetic and understanding and supportive of the people in your life who might be experiencing these same things. Uh, now, I will just say that I, I'm kind of working with him a little bit on this. He he doesn't always have a filter. And, and so I haven't decided if I'm just going to kind of let him do his thing or um, kind of bleep things out every once in a while. And so I bleeped him out today until I kind of figure out what I want to do. But he did such an amazing job, and I'm so freaking proud of him. So uh, I hope you guys find this interview helpful and you have fun listening to it as much as we had recording it. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. Here we go. All right, Emmett. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to uh, to talk to your old man and 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 do this.
1: Yeah, I got so many things to do today. <laughs> well, you cleared your schedule. My schedule is through the roof. I had to reschedule like twenty things just to do this. So don't waste my time.
0: I, I, oh my God! Shut up. All right. Uh, so <laughs> all right. So here's what we're gonna do. Today we're going to talk just a little bit about sensory processing disorder, okay? But before we do that, uh, in an effort to help you get to know us better, I'm going to ask Emmett three questions, he's going to ask me three questions, and then we're going to go into, it only works if it goes both ways. Okay. Okay? And then we'll talk just briefly about sensory stuff, and then we're going to, you know, going forward, we're we're going to take on questions that you guys would like to get our perspective on. So, um... So I'll, I'll post about that somewhere where you guys can submit your, your questions and we can go from there. So, But anyhow, all right, Emmett, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. Emmett, what is your
1: favorite food? My favorite food? What kind of food? Uh, that's just favorite food. No, you got to specify because I have favorites
0: for different categories. Okay. Um... What's your favorite I I don't I don't know. Like, I'm talking like sweet, salty fruit, dessert. Okay. I'm not I'm not looking at it like that. Just like okay. So Emmet Emmett is is very literal in in the way that he interprets what people are saying. And and so like I have to be very specific when I ask him questions and I I forget that sometimes. Um Because normally when you would say like, hey, what's your favorite food? Someone will just say pizza or something like that. But you're like, you've got it broken down into like 10 different categories and I need to like be very specific about what I'm asking. So you feel like you know how to answer the question. Is that right? Okay. What is your favorite food that you can eat for dinner?
1: For dinner, probably a good soup. A
0: good soup. Is that because you were making some today?
1: No, I just really like soup. Okay. That's one of the things where it's healthy, it tastes really good, and when you're sick, it's like the best thing ever. Okay. What is your favorite show? My favorite show. Uh,
0: I'm going to have to say One Piece. Okay. That's an anime for people who don't know what that is. Um What is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday. Hmm.
1: Well, I'm just a sucker for Christmas. I love the festive holiday winter just feeling about it. It's just amazing.
0: Okay. Your turn. What's one of your favorite things to do in your spare time? Need to or enjoy doing?
1: Enjoy doing. That's why I said spare time.
0: Well, because working out is, like, my go-to thing to keep myself sane. So that's, that's really important so that I can be who I need to be for all the people that I care about.
1: I'm talking if there was, like, you didn't need to do anything, and you just had to do one thing that you enjoyed the most, what would it be?
0: Spending time with the people I love.
1: Okay. That's fair. Good question. Um... What is your favorite dessert?
0: Um Ice cream. Ice cream? Yeah. What flavor of ice cream? I have been eating a lot of chocolate peanut butter brownie. Chocolate? Well, not pe- a lot, not a lot, but that's <laughs> I had some tonight, that's why. Yeah,
1: chocolate peanut butter brownie. That's yeah. fair. I feel, like, I feel like a lot of people like chocolate or peanut butter ice cream. Let's see. Together. What's the uh What's my final question?
0: It's not so easy, is it? Huh? Not so no, easy. I
1: have one, but I know you're not going to answer this. Uh,
0: is it appropriate? Yes. Okay.
1: You, are you going to answer this honestly? And if you're not If gonna, it's
0: appropriate and you're not going to give it me appro- a bullshit answer?
1: Is it appropriate? Yes. Okay. You're not going to give me uh What your,
0: Is it appropriate? yeah remember that grandma listens to yes, this. Yes, I know. Who's okay. your favorite child? I don't have a favorite child. No, no, I I said no bull. I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. I I don't. I've never had a favorite. Never. No.
1: You've never had a favorite.
0: No. Not even for a second. You're like, I I like
1: this one more than these two.
0: Well, right now (laughs) you're kind of bumping down the list. I see. I've been asked this question before, and. I don't. I don't think. I don't look at it as favorites. I look Let me at it, rephrase I, it. Who's okay. your favorite to hang out with? Okay, I'm not. You ask me a question. I'm going to answer it. Fine. I. I don't have, like, favorite kids. Like, I love you all. Um, what I will say, and I, and I think this is what most parents experience, but we just kind of, I don't like the way that it's framed. I have. There, there are things that I have in common with, say, you, right? Like, I have more in common with you than I might have in, with Gavin or Elliot in a specific area. And there's things that I have in common with Elliot that maybe aren't as... Uh, it's not the same way between you and I or the same way between Gavin and I. And so I, I think it's more about what's happening in a moment and connecting with each of you in the ways that kind of bring us together I guess if that makes sense so it's to me it's not about favorites how about
1: this if you had to live with one of us for the rest of your life who would it be?
0: none of you <laughs> why none of us? because for the rest of my life? yeah none of you why? because why not? because this is <laughs> Emmett yeah because I want you guys to be able to live your best life. I want you to be as independent as you can be. And all three of you are capable, more than capable, of flying the nest, building your own lives, and living it to the best of your ability. And that's what I want for you. That not was, the that answer was, I wanted, but I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I know that's not the answer you wanted. But it's the truth. And... Uh, I'm not going to be pinned- I know what you're trying to do <laughs> I know what you're trying to do and it's not going to work I answered all of <laughs> your questions <laughs> alright uh, so today what we we're going to focus on was we just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about sensory processing disorder because and not and not so much like the biomechanics behind it but rather like what it's like from Emmett's perspective, to experience some of the things that he experiences. there are there are kind of weird things that I experience, and I, and I don't know that it's a sensory processing thing, uh, but we're gonna kind of talk about it anyways. So Emmett has has always had a unique way of experiencing the world, right? Yeah, a- and uh, he was not friends with with clothing. For a long time, nope. the it was a texture and yeah. like he didn't like things touching his skin.
1: It was like every piece of clothing that I would get had like one inch seams. It was awful.
0: I mean, they didn't, but it felt like that to you.
1: Well, yeah, because I was a scrawny little three foot
0: something, sixty pound kid. Three foot something, sixty pounds. You you were you were a tiny kid for like a long time. Um. But you also struggle with loud noise. Yeah. Bright lights. Yeah. (laughs) And textures, whether it's food or clothing. Yeah. Right? So, do you want to talk a little bit about what that's like?
1: I mean, they're all different, so... Okay,
0: so, okay. Would you rather me ask you some, like, specific questions? Yes. Okay. When you were little... Okay. And even today... Okay. You socks are like your mortal enemy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not as much today. Not as much anymore. You do pretty well. But we've also narrowed down the, the good type socks. of socks. Yeah, <laughs> that, we found that, the good socks. That, that you can tolerate. But there have been so many times... I cannot tell you how many... Probably thousand pairs of socks I've <laughs> bought you over the, the last... Yeah. 15 years of your life. And you've worn... Like, 1% of them. Yeah, I know. I know. Even... And it's even like, I'll buy a package of socks, and all the socks <laughs> are the same. But he will find a pair within that package of socks, and he'll only wear those. Like, the rest of the identical socks, they don't feel right. So, can you kind of explain what that that experience is like for you? Um, well, I would say,
1: first thing, uh... Really weird. I remember the worst socks that you have ever gotten me. Okay. Uh, They were these. I'm not sure if you remember. It was these set of long tube socks. It, they were white and navy blue. And they had this weird, like, mitten knit to them. And they were, like, long stripes. Uh, They were awful. And then the steams were thicker than the sock. Um, but anyway, um, (laughs) it all comes down to how the seam, uh, sets inside the sock. Uh, and it's not as much now, but when I was like 10 or something, I would be like one pair of socks that I would wear and all the others were just garbage. And it was because it was either I couldn't get them to fit right. Or the seams would be really weird, or the other socks would bunch up when the other pair didn't. Even though they were all the same
0: type of sock, mm-hmm. they were all just slightly different. The very, you're very sensitive to like different variations of things, and and so, like you're you're absolutely right, and you would you would pick out like. And they wouldn't even be like pre-paired, right? If that makes sense. Like they come in twos. No, I would select one sock from one, one pair yeah. and, another and another sock from another pair. pair.
1: And, and I would be like they didn't these always, are the
0: best one. And they didn't always the colors didn't always match. Yeah. So you could have like, I mean, as an example, you could have like a yellow sock and a red sock. And those would be the only two socks <laughs> out of that whole package. There could be a dozen pairs in that package. And you yeah. would wear he would pick one from one pair and one from another pair. And that would be the only thing that he would wear out of that entire package. Yeah. And I will admit to being incredibly frustrated by that. Yeah. At times. A lot of times, honestly. Uh, but I also understood... Well, I didn't understand in a sense that like... I don't experience things the same way as you do. Yeah. So, to me, I just put socks on. Yeah. And, and I don't think about it. you, even today, even at 15... <laughs> you will spend 20
1: minutes putting Not your socks. 20 on. minutes it's a maximum of five minutes for a pair of socks
0: you got it down to five minutes it, yes. it doesn't feel like that especially in the morning when we're getting ready for school <laughs> i'm like come on like we're so close just we got to get out the door <laughs> and you just put your socks on already <laughs> like it's still it's it's hard because it is frustrating and i i am sensitive to it like i mean i, I don't yeah. think i'm a jerk about it no, I think the only time you were sort
1: of jerkish about it was uh and it's not really your fault. It was just you were frustrated. You just woke up and it was the morning. Okay. But the times were you would sort of like say like, if you don't get your socks on, we're going to have to homeschool you. And then you went on to describe how <laughs> horrible homeschooling was. <laughs> and so it only made it more
0: stressful that to was, put my socks on. That was on. trying to motivate you. I didn't <laughs> That to wasn't, That was negative motivation, uh, and, and well, it didn't work. And it was more punishment for me, I think, because, like, the, uh, the idea of homeschooling, <laughs> that's, that has to be a nightmare. I can't even imagine trying to take that on. <laughs> but, yeah, that was more like... And and we did kind of like joke around a little bit. We tried to, like, I'm the kind of parent that, that always tries to find humor in things. And so we're always kind of, I don't know why you're looking at me like that. <laughs> we're always trying to find like ways of laughing at something. But there there were times where it, I mean, honestly, like I'm human. It does get stressful because yeah. like we're pressed for time. I mean, there were days when you were little, I, I don't know how many days, tons of days where you you just couldn't go to school yeah. because your shirt wasn't feeling right or your, your pants didn't feel right or, you know, the socks or the shoes or whatever it was. And, and you may have worn those exact same clothes the day before. This episode is brought to you by Goalie. Did you know the University of Michigan did a study that found over 80% of apps for kids are designed to lure them into longer gameplay and more in-app purchases? Goalie decided it was time for this to end. Unlike the Kindle and iPad that have endless ads and potentially dangerous content, Goalie is a tablet with only apps that build independent kids. It has no web browser, no social media, and no ads, ever. It has award-winning learning apps like Khan Academy, Duolingo ABC, and Starfall, and the best part is completely parent-controlled. In my house, we use Goalie's kids' calendar to teach my son how to stay on task. He learns life skills, like how to make a sandwich, by watching one of the hundreds of video classes and can practice it by following along with one of the 50 pre-made routines. As a dad, there's no better feeling than knowing that my son is becoming more independent every day. For more information and to try Goalie risk-free for 30 days, visit GetGoalie.com. That's G-E-T-G-O-A-L-L-Y ycom and use the code THEAUTISMDAD to save 10%.
1: I remember one time we had to go to a doctor's appointment and we were getting pressed for time because we slept in and you were rushing me and I got so stressed because my shirt wouldn't fit right that my nose just exploded and I had this huge nosebleed for like 30 minutes and so we ended up being late to the doctor's appointment because you rushed me to get on my clothes so we wouldn't be late to the doctor's appointment.
0: Yeah, I mean... I am so not the perfect parent, but it it is it is tough to navigate. Yeah. It's it's tough to navigate, and and it's. But I, I will say, like I've always tried to remember, as hard as it is, <laughs> and it is it's hard sometimes. Yeah. To remember that it's harder for you than it is for me, because I'm just the one trying to like facilitate everything, and you're the one that's actually having to experience those things firsthand. And so there there were times where I just wasn't as patient as I should have been. Uh, but I did, I think overall, I really tried to be supportive as, as best I could without being able to like understand firsthand, like what you're experiencing. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So we have the clothing thing. Let's talk about food. Okay. Food has been, ugh, don't even get me started, but we're going to have to. It's
1: been really bad but it is getting better. It is a lot better now. It is yes. a lot better now. The one thing that I still can't stand is fruit skin.
0: <laughs> That's, That's such a weird thing. A... I hate it. I'm not la- I am laughing a little bit at you. <laughs> uh, fruit fruit skin? Yeah, I hate it. Well, like, like orange peels or something?
1: No, I'm talking like the fruit skin that you eat that parents always say oh that's the best part of the apple or that's like the, that's wow. where the nutrition is in a cherry or stuff like that you don't eat this what do you peel the cherry no i just don't eat cherries <laughs> <God>. <laughs> i don't eat cherries grapes um that's why i don't eat grapes i don't like the skin you don't like the skin yeah um i mean i knew that if i have an apple i cut it into slices or i peel it peel it yep um I feel like the only exception would be is if either the apple is baked or like if it's baked. But other Wait, than that, I hate- baked it. or baked? I was talking like- Baked or baked? Yeah, I was talking like grapes. Or not grapes. <laughs> apples. <laughs> Who- Apples? eats- I was talking like- I was thinking like peach skin and apple skin. Okay, no, but, no, but and you just apples. said
0: the only time I can eat skin on an apple is if it's baked- or, or it's baked. baked.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was thinking faster than my mouth could move. Okay. Um, well, I get that. But no. That. That's why I don't eat blueberries very often, even if we get them, because their skin is just... You don't like the skin. Uh,
0: so it's just the texture. It's not the taste. Yeah. It feels like I'm chewing on paper. Okay. Well, that's, that's fair. Um... When you were little, though, it was so hard because... It was to the point where you would have to peel the skin off a hot dog. I did peel the hot dog. <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> that's so gross, though. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so gross. And I was thinking were, about that. And they were microwaved hot dogs, so they weren't even good. Yeah. Well, that's because you would only eat them a certain way. Yeah. They had to be peeled... And then microwaved. <laughs> and it's... So, that's so gross. But I... But, you know, it was it was really tough, though, because, like, you had, like, five things that you would eat. And it was, yeah. like, Tyson chicken nuggets, and it had to be Tyson. And even then, not all the bags were the same. <laughs> I know that. I, yeah, I know that. You could have... Every once... Like, he, he, Emmett is somebody who can taste the ingredients and things, and he could you could taste the differences between the batches. So like if something was just a little bit off, he, he like, he wouldn't eat it. And you know, if the chicken nugget was like misshapen a little bit. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times. <laughs> I
1: would I get would like cook, a popsicle or a cookie and then I would open it
0: and it broke. And I'm like, I got to get a new one. But, but even like if the breading wasn't, <laughs> like symmetrical across (laughs) all of the chicken nuggets like you wouldn't you wouldn't touch them i know and you had to have everything on separate plates do you remember that yeah nothing could touch that's probably the ocd uh it's it's, well i don't know it's 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 a common thing um but yeah you had to have things on separate plates so eating out at a restaurant was a nightmare most of the time and then i
1: remember you like almost cried when we went to ihop and i ate pancakes with the same fork i ate my steak with
0: yeah no, they brought it all out on the same plate.
1: No, they were separate plates because it was like a T-bone pancake steak meal. Uh, and then I'd use the same fork after I That's ate the T-bone right. steak to eat the pancakes, and yep. you were like,
0: "That's what it was." I you, when I when I remembered I, I on just, the verge of tears. I just, well, I have it on. I have I recorded it. I have pictures of it. I, I was just talking to somebody about this in an interview not not that long ago, and I I remembered it incorrectly. I was thinking that the stuff came out, and and they were like on the same plate touching. You're right. It was you used the same fork because you used to have to have separate forks for each of the different food items. Yep, that's that's uh, you're right. I still
1: don't like everything to be on the same plate. If it's like within the same like food category, (laughs) it's good, (laughs) but I don't want my entrees to touch my desserts. Well, yeah, I mean, or I don't want my savory to touch my sweet.
0: Oh depending on what it is okay well who does right <laughs> <laughs> I mean who does I I just throw it all on a plate it is it is what it is Um, I remember
1: one time where it would be like uh, I would eat like almost nothing and then you would say I would ask for dessert and you're like I thought you weren't hungry and I remember this specifically I said I'm like a I got categories in my stomach for different foods. It's like, I'm full in my uh, entree category, but I'm empty in my uh, dessert stomach. And so I need all the dessert that I could eat. I'm not sure if you remember that or not, but that was fun.
0: I don't remember it being broken down that way, but I totally believe that that's what your thought process was. Yeah. That's how you thought. Yeah. You, you had, you had a very, you still do have a really unique way of like processing things in your head. Uh, it's hard for me to follow sometimes because like you just, you kind of deep dive on things and it's it's uh, it's kind of crazy how, how you think about things and question. not like in a bad, yeah. way. I don't mean it in a bad way. It's like I would never have thought about that or, you know, for being someone who's 15, I'm, I just kind of get blown away by the, the depth of your thought process sometimes like yeah like my god you're only 15 we should, like that shouldn't even be on your radar i have a question what's your question you get a plate of food
1: right yeah there's an obviously superior bite of food on that plate of food in which order do you eat that food what so say you got a sandwich right okay and there's one bite of the sandwich that has the best ratio of ingredients do you not really care about that bite no. or <laughs>
0: why who i
1: I, I save that bite for last. I
0: don't even think like that
1: <laughs> say like I got a plate of meat uh like say barbecue place brisket. I will save the best piece for last because I don't want to end a meal on a crappy piece of that meal. I don't want to end I've... a sandwich on a piece that had too much bread.
0: yeah, I don't think about it yeah I, either I like it or I don't I eat it or I don't. I, I don't have like a, <laughs> there's not like a, a, like a ritual that I go through. You you do kind of have a ritual, really. Yeah. And, and, um, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? Oh, all right. So because we are kind of pressed for time, button up against the time here. Um, I also want to just bring this up in case anybody out there is, is dealing with this in, in their home. You hate loud noise, hate loud noise, right? Yeah and yet you're the loudest person that i have ever met I'm in offended. my entire life i'm offended uh, uh, well, you can be offended but are you denying it <laughs> yes you're not well, you not being honest <laughs> take me to court you can't emmett you are the loudest <laughs> person and it, this isn't just me like this is sort of the, collectively the people in your life have voted you and it, and, and if you get your senior yearbook right in the back of it, it's going to be loudest person we know.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. It,
0: it is. I no, promise you that. You, you, and we're kind of joking, but in, 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 our, in our house, you are the loudest person in the house, but you're also the most sensitive to sound. And it's, it drives me nuts because you'll be like, that's so loud. But you're shouting to me. <laughs> you're like three feet away. I cannot tell you how many times I've, I've been like, and you could be like 15 years old. I'm like, Emmett, indoor voice. Inside voice, come on! In, I'm like three feet away from you. I need noise-canceling headphones just so that I can tolerate the the volume of the voice that you're you're sending my direction. And I understand why that is now. I learned why that is. Why? It is because you hear everything so loud that uh, you're talking over. You're, you're trying to talk over a level of a volume level of noise around you that doesn't exist. So like. The closest way you can relate to it is if you have earbuds in and you're listening to music and you're trying to talk to somebody that person is trying to talk is shouting because they're trying to talk over top of the, the music they're listening to. But no one else hears that noise. Well, not to... Well, right, because your are earbuds. But in your yeah. case, you're so sensitive to sound that you hear everything. It's like amplified for you. And so when you're trying to talk you're trying to talk over the noise that you're hearing because uh, you're more sensitive to the sound. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I learned that from a speech and language pathologist. I was trying to figure out why you do that because it just became kind of like a family joke. Like, my God, Emmett, like, you're so freaking loud and yet <laughs> you complain when someone else is loud and it's just like, <laughs> what is happening? But that's what it is. It's you hear everything at such an amplified level that you're trying to talk over that noise.
1: Yeah, you want to know it's one of the uh, funniest things to do. What's that? There will. It's not funny to you. It makes you extremely mad. Uh, oh God. <laughs> I know exactly what you're gonna do. There will Go be ahead. times where uh, Dad hates noise of specific kinds, and one of them is chewing. Any like. Noise like chewing makes him quote unquote homicidal. It, okay, go ahead. What go, keep going? What do you mean? That's what
0: I was gonna say. Oh, what do you he, think? He, I, what'd you think I was gonna say? Oh, well, no, I, I didn't know if you were done describing it. So he's right, I it's it's called mesophonia, and I know a lot of you out there have that. Uh, you just maybe don't know what it's called, but it's the sound of chewing, it's just chewing that bothers me. Um, <laughs> or like pig slopping. Oh God! It's, it's 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 I cannot stand somebody chewing. I just can't, and I don't know. So I guess that's probably the closest sensory thing that I I have that I experience that I can relate to. And I, I mean, to be just be honest with you, if I'm if I'm sitting, clo- I don't even have to be sitting like super close. Like I can hear you chewing from across the room. <laughs> And it, it's <laughs> like I get I get angry I get angry I mean it's a real thing I have zero control over it <laughs> I mean I don't act on it but I'm always like I'm like and it's usually you it's usually I'm offended you can be offended but it's usually you <laughs> and I'm just like Emmett please chew with your mouth closed Emmett please chew with your mouth closed oh my God Emmett I swear if you don't start chewing with your mouth closed I'm gonna make you. Like go to the other side of the house to finish (laughs) it because I cannot, I just can't.
1: I've discovered one of the worst things for you is chewing apples.
0: Well, it's (laughs) yeah, I don't know why. I I don't know why. It's like that crunch. Just it's it. No, but it's not that. It's not the sound of you. It's not the sound of you biting into the apple, right? It's the it's the sound of you chewing it, because it just it it just is. I I don't know. And you're not doing anything wrong. Just so that we're clear, like, anybody out there, like, you know, if you're a loud chewer, like, you're not really doing anything wrong. There's just a subset of people who just cannot stand the sound of someone else chewing. And it's, it's, uh, it's crazy how that the thoughts that go through my head when I hear you chewing, (laughs) it's just, it's like... Oh my god, you need to stop.
1: And then there's this other thing that just drives you insane. It's not really a sensory thing, though. It's just you hate it for some reason. What's that? Um, it's, uh... I'm not sure if a lot of you may know it, but... If you've ever watched Shrek, uh... Then there is this scene where Gingy, the little gingerbread man,
0: says... Do do you know the Muffin Man? That's not a pro. I love that. I thought you hated that. No. I I dislike when you walk around the house <laughs> talking in a shrill voice on purpose. That, that drives me... Why? That, Do be- you love this voice? No, I don't. All right. So we have already kind of gone off the rails. So, uh... <laughs> this is fun. Um... So I, I guess the whole point of today was just to kind of have a little back and forth, help you guys get to know us a little bit better, especially Emmett, because he's, you know, newer to this whole thing. And, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to I'm going to post something and just collect questions that you guys would like uh, Emmett's, you know, insights on and in mine as, as a parent and his as an autistic person and uh, and go from there. Do you have anything you'd like to say, Emmett? Uh, no, not really. Uh, Did you have fun? Yeah, this, this was fun. This was fun. This was fun. And it, it, it's interesting talking about some of this stuff because we haven't... Like, we've lived it for so long that we don't really talk about it yeah. anymore. And when you were little or younger, you weren't really able to kind of articulate some of these experiences in a way that, like helped me to really better understand what you were going through. And and now you're able to do that. And so it really does help provide like me with a lot of insight. And I know you know, people who are listening uh, benefit from it as well. Yeah. You're welcome. It was okay. sort of a compliment. It was intended to be a compliment. I'm sorry. I'm not. Picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a
1: great compliment receiver.
0: You're not. And you don't read body language very well. Yeah. Or
1: the room. If someone gives me a compliment, there is a chance that I will argue on why
0: that compliment isn't (laughs) true. (laughs) I mean, that's, yeah. We're working on that. We're working on it. All right. uh, If you have nothing else to add, Emmett, thank you. This was a lot of fun. I look forward to the next one. Yeah. All right. You guys take care. Take care. Before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to tune in today. It means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. And, you know, I put a lot of time and energy into each one of these episodes because I want there to be a resource for you that wasn't available for me when I was going through this with my kids. And, you know, I I want there to be a positive impact on your lives. I want you to be able to learn something and enjoy what you're hearing. So. Uh, Thank you again. I really appreciate it. For more information, you can visit theautismdad.com. You can subscribe on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye.